Welcome back to our discussion following the document Deus Domini written by St. John Paul II. And in this discussion, we're going to really focus on his teaching on from mass to mission, which is so very important for all of us. And I'll quote from the document and what John Paul II tells us here. For the faithful who have understood the meaning of what they have done, the Eucharistic celebration does not stop at the church door. Like the first witnesses of the resurrection, Christians who gather each Sunday to experience and proclaim the presence of the risen Lord are called to evangelize and to bear witness in their daily lives. What a wonderful quote to guide us through our discussion today with such an amazing, important message for us all. You know, that's a brilliant, brilliant quote, Natalie. I did really enjoy that. And we are we are delighted to be joined by Michelle Thompson. Michelle, would you like to just introduce yourself and tell us whereabouts you're from? Yes, hello. I'm from the Diocese of Plymouth and I have been working uh, in evangelisation for around six or seven years for the diocese. Before that, I was doing youth work in my parish and I also worked in a Catholic school as a counsellor there. I'm also the co-founder of the Genesis Mission, which has developed out of our diocese down here in Plymouth and concentrates on making disciples and enabling people to be able, the laity, to be able to share the faith sensitively and appropriately in today's culture, which doesn't really support Christianity. So, yes, so that's my sort of biog. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Well, thank you very much for, for joining us. I think it's really important to get people with such a vast background and so many different areas of Catholic slash Christian life. I think it's uh, really important. You've you've done a lot of different things, especially within schools. And I think that really will feed into our discussion, especially when today we're going to talk about how receiving Jesus in the Eucharist, especially within the Mass, which we're filtering back into and hoping to go back to despite the pandemic, we're filtering back into our churches slowly but surely. And hopefully that will pick up a little bit now as people get more vaccines and boosters, etc. But Michelle, I was just wondering if you could explain to us a little bit about how you felt that receiving Jesus in the Eucharist during Masses has helped you to go out on your mission and why you feel it's important to go. Sure. The Eucharist has always been, for me, foundational in our lives as Catholic Christians. From the very beginning, the early apostles and disciples were out witnessing to the death and the resurrection of Jesus, which is, you know, how our faith really, really began. Their intention was to witness to the resurrection because obviously Jesus busted through death into eternal life. And they wanted people to know that Jesus has showed us that death is not the end and there is life beyond the resurrection. Now, to be an evangelizer, the driving force has to be an intense love for souls, for every single person that Jesus wants to bring to know him, to have eternal life with God in heaven. So the salvation of souls has got to be uppermost in our minds if we want to go out and encourage others into a relationship with Jesus, because that's the, that's the core message of what he's done for us. There's a piece of scripture in Genesis 3, Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge and sin separated them from God. And then God 
closed the Garden of Eden and, and sent them out and blocked the way back into the tree of life because you don't want them to eat from the tree of life and have eternal life because Jesus was, would be the new covenant. So the fruit that they eat would be Jesus's body and blood himself. So through the Eucharist, which Jesus left us, we now are ready to go on mission. So through his body and blood that we take, that sends us out, out on mission. I um, loved when you said that, you know, Christianity from the earliest times, the apostles were witnessing to the death and resurrection of our Lord. And in the document Deus Domini, John Paul II really emphasizes that every Sunday is a new Easter. Every Sunday we celebrate the resurrection. It is the day of the resurrection. And not only is it the day of the resurrection, it's another outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Pentecost because it is the Holy Spirit which transforms the Eucharist into Jesus, which is really um, just mind-blowing to think about that, just mind-blowing to think that every Sunday that we relive those events and our Lord comes to us to allow us to go out to witness in our local communities, which can be quite difficult at times. I think you can have the Sunday to sit and reflect. I think that's the important thing. And I think with the lockdown and the churches being closed, etc., we haven't really been able to differentiate much between being at home and being outside. And I think it's now a really important thing with the churches reopening that when we return, that we do distinguish between the fact that our prayer time at home and our prayer time in the church can be centred on different things. But in essence, they are all still prayer. They're all still our personal conversations with God. And I think it's a very important thing to do. And a Sunday is there for us to sit back and watch in the same way, Michelle, as you were talking about Genesis, that on the seventh day, God sat back and watched his creation. It's the same way that us on the seventh day, we can sit back and watch our week. We can reflect on the bad things that we've done, reflect on the good things that happened and then build upon that in the next week. While all of us, especially in our employment, is focused on mission and evangelization, we then go out in the next week, fueled by the Holy Spirit, touched by the flames of Pentecost of the Sunday, and we go out into our day-to-day lives and we preach our mission. And I think that's a very important thing that we have to remember, especially as we are coming back to Mass. I do think that it's been great. I think praying at home has been great and it's allowed people to pray in different ways than they've never prayed before. And it's allowed people to engage in in God, Christ, the Eucharist, even in mass in different ways they have before. People have dug up old candles that their grands gave them and lit them in the, and put them on, the, on their bedside tables while they've watched mass. And I think it's been a really incredible thing to watch. We should still cherish them moments, but take some of it back and really harness it and use it in our day-to-day mass lives, especially on a Sunday. That links very well to your Genesis mission, Michelle, and I think the whole point of Genesis is we have to sit and really appreciate. I feel like sometimes it gets a little glossed over, but it is really important in everyone's day-to-day lives. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed what you said about, about Adam and Eve eating from the fruit and the fruit being the Eucharist. I think that's a very important thing to remember. And it's it's our role as Catholics to bear them fruits and take them out into our day-to-day lives. I made a pledge some years ago that I would attend Mass daily. My working life changed, so I had the mornings free. And I, someone said to me, why don't you go to Mass every day? And I was like, oh, yeah, why don't I? Anyway, so when I started to go to Mass each day, I understood 
already the reverence to the Eucharist. You know, I really understood and, and believed that, that, you know, this is the body and blood of Christ. And over time, taking the Eucharist every day into myself, which is the most intimate way that we can be in union with Christ, it's transformed the way I think and the way I behave and the way I respond to others. And I've seen the message of Christ transform lives, transform people. The Eucharist is the food of eternal life, but not only that, it's the food of our life here on earth to give us the fullness of life that Jesus promised. So there's this bit on this earth where we need the Eucharist to keep us from sin and give us eternal life and help us to go forth because we can't do it in our own strength. It has to come through Jesus in the Eucharist. I think it was St. Irenaeus said, uh, nothing will happen without the Eucharist. And he was referring to evangelization. Yeah, no, it's very interesting, Michelle. And I, I think it's a great insight into the Eucharist. I was, I was thinking about the Eucharist myself and I made a point earlier on and I was saying throughout the pandemic, even though we've been very lucky to have the use of spiritual communion, I think that has been an asset and it's been lovely to pray that. And it's also been nice solidarity to know that you're praying it while other people are praying it I like that thought as well and when you're praying it everyone else is praying it but I I have felt physically full I have felt spiritually malnourished not being able to take the Eucharist it's an important part of my life and even now we can't take the precious chalice we're only taking the precious body at the moment because of Covid etc I think it's certainly something that feels like it's missing and it's certainly something that when you don't have something you learn to appreciate it I'm a firm believer in that. And I think when you don't have something, you appreciate it more. And I think that's the way I feel about the Eucharist. But then the feeling I've had about the Eucharist, I have had in tandem about missing the church. I didn't know how good I had it until I couldn't go. And now I'm the same as you, Michelle. I'm trying to go every day. And luckily at the secretariat, we have um, we have mass in the chapel every day. So whenever I'm in the office, I can go. And I'm I'm really relishing that opportunity again because I didn't realise what I had until I couldn't do it anymore. And I think it's a really interesting point that you did raise there. Thank you very much for joining us. And I think it's really important to, to get these views from lay Catholics up and down the country because it's a different view on something that we all, we're all feeling at the moment. We're, we're apprehensive about returning. I think some of us are even scared. Everyone's in different circumstances. And it's fantastic to hear a different perspective. And you really have offered a different perspective. So thank you very much for that. I do really appreciate it.